Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this week's Living in the Moment. This one is a really, really fun one. We are joined by Seamus and Oriana, two of our team leads supporting both Paul Davis and First On Site. A few weeks ago, we talked about the switch that we had made from training in person to training remotely. If you haven't yet listened to that episode, that's okay. I won't judge you. Though I am happy to wait here, you can go take a listen and rejoin me shortly. On today's episode, Oriana and Seamus take us through what it's like to train remotely and how they managed to do it so successfully. Seamus was with TLS at the time of switching to remote, so he has seen both sides of the coin. And Oriana was hired remote, so remote training is really all she's known. This is a really cool conversation with various perspectives. And to top it all off, Seamus actually trained both myself and Oriana when we each started our journeys with TLS. I love working with these two. I love all the time I get to spend with them. There is always bound to be both laughter and fun. So strap in and prepare yourself. Here is living in the moment. My throat just made a noise that I've never heard before. (laughs) I don't even... (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry, that just cracked me up. Now yeah, this is a good start. Well, how are we? <laughs> now we'll start. Not bad. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good good opportunity. <laughs> I'm good. How are you, Alicia? I'm doing quite well. Seamus, are you off to a okay. good start? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. Oh, good. Oh, good. I'm glad. I'm just going to be looking for you to pull up the towel at some points throughout the, the interview. To, the this interview would be today. a good way for me to hide my mistakes. Well, that's what. No one's going to see it. That's what you're, right? you're going to use when. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Seamus oh, no. has now placed a full sheet over his head. But that's what you're going to use to tell people you're busy, right? That's your busy sheet. It you is. can't take it any is. meetings. No, okay. no, absolutely not. In lieu of Teams yes. uh, statuses, this is what I use to say. Small right, fish yes. towel. That's your live, that's your live status. <laughs> did you cut your veggies today? I did not. No. Oh no. No, I've, uh, they're in the fridge though. So those will, those can wait till lunchtime. Yeah. No, I had a, uh, a little bit of a late start. I decided, you know, I'm going to just, I'm not going to rush into work. It's daylight savings. So I'm just going to ease my way into the day. So I skipped my walk, skipped my veggies. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I, uh, nice. I find that spring forward affects me far, far more than fall back. It's a tough one. It is. Ori, how was class? It was good. Yeah, we got through a lab. I've got a couple more this week to happen, but one out of five, you know, done. <laughs> <laughs> one day, check. <laughs> yeah, take it one day at a time for sure. Well, thank you for joining us on uh, on your day off, Ori, and thank you for joining me on your day in, Seamus, where you pretty much have no other options. So, no, I you. didn't. Oh I, I, you had a hundred. You one hundred percent yes. I couldn't be happier to be here. Well, I'm glad. And um, Oriana, uh, this is not her first rodeo. She has joined us before, so our listeners are quite familiar with her. But uh, Seamus, would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself and your story and how you have gotten to the master chef team lead that you are today? <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, Seamus, um, I also go by uh, Siamus. Uh, 
Moose of the Sea, um, was once called Shady Mist. Um, and I'm a uh, team lead here at uh, TLS. I My journey here started in August of, oh, 2020, I believe. Um, I might need to be corrected on that. 2019. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. And uh, I work here in our beautiful offices in London, Ontario. Um, I don't know what else to tell you. I love vegetables. I love wildlife. I like hikes. Um, I um, lived in Toronto for 10 years and uh, I ride a bicycle an awful lot in the warmer months. And uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, and you go that's for that. long walks in the morning. I do. I try to get an extra walk, release those endorphins, explore, say hi to the local wildlife, all of that fun stuff. Health is wealth, all of those good things. And um, yeah, that's pretty much, it's pretty much me in a nutshell. Oh, thank you very much for sharing. Ariana, what's changed in your life since we've talked to you last? Oh, geez, what's changed? Um... I'd say I, I think the last time we talked, I was just in my first semester of school. So I'm on second semester now um, of a three-year program. Um, nothing really has changed. Um, just spending time with family, friends, doing work, doing school, taking every day one at a time. So nothing really different on my end of things. Just, just living life. How about you, Alicia? How have you changed? No, not much. Happy to see some normal start to come back to life. But... I agree. Yeah, just like the COVID restrictions at the end of the month, I believe, are supposed to. Will that mean like people are come back into office then? Do you know? I know that we want to start seeing people come back into the office, but I don't know the official plan or anything. Nice. Yeah. Some semblance of normal. I mean, fingers crossed it would be it would be nice to see people sure. again. Yeah. For sure. Are you coming back to the office, Ori? Or uh, I guess not coming back to you come to the office? I don't know. Do you guys think a 45 minute drive is worth it? like one way I don't know is Seamus's face worth it oh it is it really is <laughs> <laughs> I'll think about it so big a little bit of a backstory to today um we have a series that we've been doing called running remote which has been the biggest discussion of talking how we've gone from in office to remote work um we did it in a 27 hour day back in 2020 and then just how everything's kind of shifted to go from what we did for 20 years um to what we do now and how we function it entirely remote and how we've transferred everything to be remote so what I love about having you two today is you both, um, you have two different perspectives in that, Ori, you were hired remote. You've only ever known remote work with us. Seamus, you did switch from in-office to working remote. You've both trained remotely. Seamus, you started training in office. Um, and as a bonus, Seamus trained Oriana. So it's, yeah. and he trained me for that matter. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> yeah, so this is gonna be a really cool, um, I hope, discussion about how we how we like to train or how that how that um transfer went mm. from in office to remote so starting off you're both team leads with our uh, our brands paul davis and supporting first on site so what would you each say is your favorite part of being a team lead um you can go i can go first if you want change okay sure my favorite part about being a team lead is probably just being able to support moment makers on a daily basis. I think it's really cool that um, even if we're not talking face-to-face -face with somebody that you can still like 
find new and innovative ways to like teach something to somebody. So whether that be using a snipping tool or going into a team's meeting with them and kind of just breaking it down. And I kind of enjoy the aspect of training a lot. It's just something that I enjoy doing. So I think that portion of helping, supporting moment makers and just uh, making sure that our brands get the best service possible is really what I enjoy as being a team lead. Mm -hmm. Shady mist. Uh, yeah, How about I, you? <laughs> I definitely uh, agree with those points. Um, it's um, I always find it just so interesting um, the questions that come to me um, whenever you know I'm uh, offering support to somebody. Uh, Paul Davis, of course, is a pretty complicated project, so there are some very interesting questions that uh, I sort of treat almost like puzzles um, when when supporting mm -hmm. the team. Um, but yeah, generally just kind of doing my best to offer support to people and and watching people succeed um, is, is really the, the best part about being a team leader. I in no way take credit for other people's success whatsoever. Um, so, but it's just nice to, to be able to watch as a uh, particular function of our team, um, you know, a particular activity in our project, um, just watching somebody understand that and progress through uh, our multiple tiers. Um, there's just something really rewarding about seeing uh, the team grow and then getting newer folks coming in just, uh, you know, watching the whole process kind of go over again. Um, it, it's, uh, yeah, just something I, I enjoy doing. There's always something to do as well as a team leader. Um, you're never really bored. The day flies by. Um, so it's uh, definitely, those, those would be my favorite aspects of this position. Very nice. And Seamus, you kind of touched on it there. Uh, and, or you mentioned that you just really enjoy the training aspect, but what, what is it about training or what is training like for you? Why do you enjoy it so much? Um, why I like training so much is I think Seamus did scratch it for sure, where he said that it's cool just to see the full circle um, blooming of a certain moment maker. So it's like, you get them in, they don't know anything at all. And then it's also cool to see how people learn, like how, what aspects or what avenues you have to take some different um, like tactics that you use because not everybody learns the same, right? It might be uh, more of a visual learner for some people, whereas some people just like to read something and answer some questions about it. So it's always really so cool to see um, the, your first impressions of people, how you think they're going to do uh, versus uh, like actually has they, as they progress down the moment maker track, like Jiva said there. So I just think it's really interesting to see A, how other people learn and then B, how I can make myself better in terms of training to help people with different learning um, curves and different learning um, tactics that they like to use. So again, I like that it's just super different all the time. You uh, can get thrown through a loop. You can do a lot of problem solving every day. Um, so in regards to training, it's just, I don't know. I just like to sit back and watch and then better myself as well as other people, I would say for, for that. That's a really good point. It's like, not only are they learning, but you're, yeah. you're always learning too, because you have to learn to adapt. Mm -hmm. like, Which I think like that. And I think TLS did a phenomenal job of adapting so quickly to a situation that's that like changed extremely fast for everybody. It was mm -hmm. like, okay, here's our issue. Like, how do we fix this now? We have like what, a couple months to be back on our feet. Mm -hmm. And in my opinion, I think TLS is, I would say even more busy now after COVID happened with our brands and we have a huge workforce now that I don't think we had previously with just working in office. Mm -hmm. Well, it's funny you say that because I was just talking about the switch 
from in office to remote with Seamus and, and Cressos behind him, but I'm saying it as if I was there. And the only one here that's actually seen it firsthand is Seamus. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please tell us. Um, yeah. So that's a good point. It, like, I want to hear your perspective, Seamus. And yes, of how it, what, how you, what it was like to go in person to remote training, yeah. but then also just like, what was that day like for you? Yeah. Well, well, first, when it comes to the training aspect, uh, the thing I, that took me a long time to get used to is that when I point at a screen, the remote participant is not able to see what I'm pointing at. Um, so there was a good several training sessions where I said, no, no, just right up here. And they could just hear this weird tapping on a screen. And I, you know, it, 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 there was just a lot that I had to uh, kind of recondition about the way in which I trained folks. Um, also, it's a really social process, getting to know a new person. Um, it's, it's, it definitely takes a lot uh, of um you know, a lot of time to develop a relationship. And when you don't have those visual cues of seeing somebody face to face and, you know, that you can't see the little kind of suggestions somebody makes with a facial expression or hand gesture, um, you know, you really have to try and compensate in other ways. So, um, yeah, so that took a lot of getting used to. And I, I think um, when it comes to to training as well uh, with the social aspect, um, I, I love meeting new people. And with um, this COVID-19 pandemic of ours, um, opportunities to go out and meet strangers obviously became very limited so I always have tried to look at it as an opportunity to um, you know to, to say like I get to meet a new person I get to get to know this person have a real you know discussion with them so um, yeah I mean when it comes to training uh, remotely and then training in person uh, it's not quite day and night but there were definitely some very fundamental aspects um, that I had to sort of re retrain for myself on how to, how to approach that. Um, in terms of how oh, back in the, back in March of 2020, though, that was quite a, quite a time. We're almost at our two year anniversary. I think about that time um, yeah. when that actually happened. Um, I think the thing that surprised me so much is how successful that transition was. Um, I think, Industries like ours are very susceptible to having process changes kind of bring up just un, you know, the unintended consequences. There are so many different risks that go into making any even tiny tweak to a process or some software. So to go 100% remote in the matter of what was it, 27 hours? And the fact that it worked, I was just, uh, I was thrilled. It was, it was a remarkable thing that had happened. And uh, yes, we were sort of, we were, we were, we had the benefit that yeah, our volumes went down. Not a lot of people were looking to get their homes painted, um, you know, in March of 2020. Um, so that was definitely on our side, but it was just the amount of success, but also the amount of just chaos that surrounded the process. It was a very interesting experience. That's, that's for darn sure. <laughs> Yeah, because when I was talking to you and Cressa and she had asked, so were the brands just like down for a day? I mean, how did they cope with it? And and to think that the coolest part is that there was not a single glitch. There was, I'm sure, very much a glitch on the side of you guys figuring it out. Mm-hmm. But the brand, the fact that the brands didn't experience that, I think really speaks to success. Our shout out to the connecting technologies team. The fact that like, I, I don't think they slept for days no they did not (laughs) yeah they were were really the ones who were able to kind of coordinate all of that and uh yeah really remarkable effort on their part and management and the moment everyone 
Yeah. Mm. And they've since revealed they were rap prototyping in the moment where they had looked at remote technology prior to, to pulling that trigger. Um, so they had some knowledge of what we use with Amazon workspaces, but they were really learning as we were learning. And yeah, you're right. They, they did not sleep for days mm -hmm. because it was call after call of everyone navigating these new waters together. Mm -hmm. So big shout out to them for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and or you're one of our, you're like a pro trainer. I would argue one of the most patient um, and I think dedicated, like all that I ever see is just that you really, really, really want them to be successful. It's not about an agenda. It's not about like a checklist. We're done. You just want to make sure they're prepared. So you've pretty much mastered that in remote, but do you think, do you think you'd prefer it in person? That's an interesting question. Cause um, to be honest with you, I've never had a job where I had to train anybody before this. So I think a lot of oh. my, yeah, I've never been in a training or teaching position ever. It's only ever been um, like I was a nanny. I was a personal assistant. So I think like uh, working with children and just having like that kind of side where I am just like, okay, yeah, like I understand. And uh, just being patient that way, because you're really like teaching kids how to be adults at that point. Right. So <clears throat> I think that's where a lot of my patients came from and a lot of where I just want to see people like grow up and be who they can be and do the best of their ability. So I think that it would be very different for me probably to be in person. Um, but I think I would probably like it just as much. I think again, like Shayna said, the social cues are like the hand gestures, uh, facial reactions and different things like that. You can use a lot more. So if you see somebody has like a weird face on where they maybe don't understand what you're talking about, um, then you can go more into depth about something and be like, okay, well, do you, are you sure you understand? Is there something that I can like go over one more time in a different way for you to understand? So I think in that regard, just with like actual social cues and, and things like that, you can be maybe a little bit easier for uh, training because like James said again it's difficult to um, predict tone and predict emotion with your talking online so if somebody's upset with you you probably don't have any idea unless they were to actually go out and say it to you and then we have yeah. emojis and things like that but I mean in a professional sense of it like what really do those do for you if you're just maybe even pretending to be that way so I would say, yes, it would be a lot easier, um, but I, I tend to like remote training. I think it's like a good way for me to learn different skills and for me to um, like just build a re repertoire of myself of being like, okay, well, you can do this online without being face-to-face -face with somebody. So I think that would be a lot easier for me to just do it in person as well. So that's what I would say. Fair enough. And it's interesting that you've never been in this kind of a position that that's surprising to me um so what would you say it's been a year and a half since you've yep September. i think we started around the same time together yeah yeah yeah, yeah september so, 2020 was when i started here um and i started the oh. exact same day that she must got promoted to a team lead <laughs> the exact wow. day yeah <laughs> It was like September uh, 9th or something like that. I forget. So yeah, we're coming up to there's, two there's years. so many like interlacing items here. <laughs> I know. I remember everyone was like, congratulations, Seamus. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm trading with someone named Seamus. 
What a coincidence. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I remember you weren't a team lead yet when you trained me, but it was like, Seamus isn't a team lead, but he is a team lead. Yeah. He's 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 good. (laughs) (laughs) He's the full package, the Caillou package. (laughs) Oh Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) No, the mask. (laughs) The backstory is that uh Seamus had a but we call it a mishap. I don't yeah, think it's a mishap. I, I, I would describe it definitely as a mishap. An intended okay, so mistake. A, self, <laughs> a, a self-described mishap intended mistake of uh, he shaved his entire head. Um, I will allow you to tell the story if you'd like to, but uh, yeah. he thinks that he is Caillou. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like Caillou. Yeah, well, I, I, I shaved my head just because it is a low-maintenance haircut and I put it on a setting number two for my hair buzzer uh, which is about a quarter of an inch in length that's usually kind of what I go for Um, six millimeters for all you Canadians out there uh, all of you I guess Um, and then I realized that I'd missed a spot kind of right at the top of my head so um, I had been doing a bit of touch-up without the guard on without number two and I went right for the top of my head and uh, shaved a giant chunk right down to uh one sixteenth of an inch, um, so much, much, much shorter. Big difference. Yeah. So my options were, big, big yeah, either I, I have a, a large patch out of the top of my head, and um, you know, find ways to maybe fill that patch, like a like a beret, maybe a, um, a marker. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe just paint it in or some fake. We could get you like a thick band for your headset. Yeah, that was an option. That was an option. I was thinking of buying some hair extensions and then kind of trying to manipulate them to that length. Uh, then I, I can help. Yeah, they, yes, exactly. Okay. And then I thought maybe it would be different <laughs> to have a blonde patch. And then I thought I could have fun with this. Maybe flowers. Um, and then I just decided to shave it all down to one sixteenth of an inch. So um, the interesting thing is I've discovered a lot of moles and small okay. grooves in my head that I didn't know existed. So, uh, so you're learning about uh, yourself. So it's it's been always learning, always learning, exactly. practicing. You know, um, continual improvement on my self knowledge. You kind of look like the main character from um, Prison Break. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Well, I think you look lovely. Well, that is so yeah. kind of you. Thank you. I'm just glad I still have the eyebrows. That would have, uh, I, I almost just went for those. I thought, you know what? Go big or go home. And then I realized, no, let's take a step back and keep the eyebrows. Yes. And I yeah, do still work in office. I do. Exactly. People <laughs> still see me. Uh, this isn't just uh, something that will grow back by tomorrow. So I, I left the eyebrows in place. Good job. Uh-huh. Happy you. to see it. Thank you. <laughs> Back to where before I sidetracked myself, um, Ori, what would you say has been your biggest key to success as a, as a mentor, as a trainer? How did you learn so well? Um, I would probably say that, uh, it has to do with probably two things. One where you actually have to want the person to succeed. So you can't go into it with a negative mindset and be like, Oh, I'm training today. This sucks. Like this person's going to like drain my whole spirit by the end of the day, that kind of a thing. So you have to be super um, like upbeat, like, yeah, okay, let's do this. Like, this is going to be a good day. It's going to go by quickly. We're going to have more people onto the team to assist with us that way. So I'd say enthusiasm was one big thing, but also just um, like patience. So you want to make sure that 
the person that you're training like doesn't fully understand what you're talking about until you move on to something else. So something that I do a lot is I'll go through something and without um, moving on, I'll do an example with them. And then I'll ask them at the end, do you have any questions about this per certain part of the process or this certain part of the call guide before moving on? Um, I feel like people a lot of the times will um, not say anything or not speak up if you're just talking at them for long periods of time. So in order for you to like break it down, it's like, hey, we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna do an example about it. And then at the end, we're gonna ask questions about it because if you don't have that example, a lot of people will be like, they'll understand what you're saying, but they're not exactly sure how it's put into a visual way. So something that they actually have to do Sure, you can read about it or you can be told what to do, but if you don't actually see what you're doing, you are very uncertain what it is that you have to do. Is, is it this button? Is it supposed to be this? What happens here? And then also with that, I think that people learn a lot better if they actually understand why we're doing this. So I break it down even further and being like, this is a process in place because of this. This is why we do this. This is why this is in place. So breaking down things and making sure people understand why they're doing this, I think leads to a lot more success than just talking at somebody and then being like, and yeah, that is our process. So I would say just being enthusiastic, um, being patient with people, breaking things down as best you can and the why of things, but then also maybe like, um, and not doing this too much, but getting to know the person, obviously. So there might be little interjections where you like talk randomly about your life or something that happened to you or your own experiences. And then you kind of get like a build a rapport. So you get to know each other a bit better. And that in turn kind of helps me kind of see which way somebody's mind is working and what, what kind of strategy would work best for them. So yeah, I do have a couple of different ways I do things depending on what I see from the person, what they've told me, what I can tell about their learning style. So those are the things that I would say that help me the best in training. Um, but yeah, I haven't met anybody I didn't like training and I, yeah, I think it's been good so far. <laughs> I would say so. And all of that, I feel like that all kind of stems back from your experience or stems back to your experience in childcare because it's kind of, it's the same kind of fundamentals you need to understand you need to be patient you need to know what you're walking into and be For there sure. with an open mind mm -hmm. so. nobody likes somebody who's super um just like down in the dumps and doesn't even want to be here right because it's it makes you feel bad at the end of the take the day because you kind of like feed off of people's emotions right yeah and that's not a moment maker is it that is not a moment maker <laughs> <laughs> put that on a t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Shane, Mississippi, they're like, oh man, that's me. Yeah, he's like, oh, when yeah. is this over? Uh, oh, exactly. I, um, see, I choose the opposite approach. No, I'm very <laughs> just angry. No, uh, um, no, that, that's absolutely right. And I think affording time to to get to know the person here. I think mm -hmm. I think if you're going to be successful, you have to have that interpersonal connection to some extent. I don't, you know, walk into training and expect, you know, I just am about to make my new best friend and I'm not going to tell them, you know, everything that happened in my life, but absolutely to, you know, opening up every single day to some conversation. How was your weekend? How was your evening? How was your kid? Your whatever the case may be. And um, yeah, no, definitely important. And and one thing also I, I kind of learned was uh, I think everybody has had a very stressful 
pandemic. I don't know anybody who has said, my life has really changed for the better in this time. Um, so I kind of always try to consider, I have no idea what stresses are happening on the other end of this screen. I have no idea what types of things are, you know, perhaps, um, you know, causing grief for this individual. The, the, what I can do, though, is I can do my very best to help open the door to a positive experience, a friendly experience, one, you know, where my intention is that by the time you've left training with me, you've thought, well, that was, that was fun. Not only have yeah. you learned something, that's of course the purpose, but, you know, walking out and saying, I actually had an enjoyable, positive experience. Um, not only does it help to, you know, engage the material a lot better, but I, I just think, you know, really helps kind of people escape the, the, the world, which can appear very dreadful at times and, you know, say this for the next little while, uh, we're learning about Paul Davis and TLS. So let's really immerse ourselves in this and not calling it an escape by any means. I don't want to overstate it, but at least doing our, our best to, to make it a, a place that's a positive place. Um, you know, that encourages growth in my opinion. And I also think that um, if you build a rapport and if you if somebody comes out of an experience like positively, then they're a lot less likely to uh, leave the company. They'd like to stay longer uh, and say like, that was a really good experience. I like what the people here are doing. So I want to stay at this job, that kind of a thing. So yeah, I think it's, it's really helpful and kind of an unpopular opinion here, but I think my life did get a little bit better after COVID as weird as that sounds. Mm -hmm. I, she was oh interesting yeah I don't know I just a lot of things happened that were just really good for me so I I don't know I guess it's it's a different person kind of an experience thing yeah I'm not I'm not disagreeing I would say that I'm a good balance between the mm -hmm. two like I wouldn't say that my life overall changed for the better but there were the positives and the plus mm -hmm. sides like things did slow down I did grow to learn what patience meant. Um, I, I slept in my bed consecutively for the longest amount of time in my entire life. Like that, <laughs> that was kind of nice to just be home. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I agree. And Seamus, you didn't catch my face. Oriana did. I can't believe you didn't walk into our training session without expecting to be best friends. Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, no, you were the exception, of course. And now we, we <laughs> what, all about what about Ariana? What about you, Seamus? I oh meant my goodness. I meant both of you. No, exactly. Uh. No, I, I no, I have um, <laughs> I even have these two stuffed animals I've named Oriana and uh, oh that's no. And uh Oriana's the skunk. Let's I'm okay with that. that. <laughs> this is a better there's Oriana. Excellent. <gasps> I don't get the pink gorilla. I was gonna say pink is her color. Sorry, I meant this you basically is, trademarked it. Yeah, and uh, just for the uh, the listeners at home, I'm going through my collection of stuffed animals at my desk. So uh, the desk collection of the of the wildlife. Oh How yes, Alicia. Full circle moment. Alicia. Full circle for sure. Alishiana. <gasps> if anyone needs any tips for children's names, that's not bad. Oh, cool. I Am I wrong? I kind of like that. I mean, I, Alishiana. Uh, Alishiana. <laughs> I feel like, especially if your name's Alicia and you name your child Alishiana. It's on brand. It, it is. is. Yeah. That's fair. That's you dye their hair pink. They only wear pink. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, I, have, I have a question. Like, 
it's an interesting or a delicate question for both of you. So I know firsthand in my experience of how Seamus trains, and then I know from observations of how Aurea trains, how do you guys balance the being very, um, like they can depend on you and, and you're there fully supportive during training to cutting that tie, so to speak, once they're released so that they still feel supported, but they do need to learn to fly on their own. Yeah. Um, I'll go first if you don't mind, Seamus. Yeah. Um, I would definitely say that we do have a couple of different things in place for that where um, people will have like QA chats where they talk with team leads one-on-one -on -one, and then we'll also have something called the support channel. And so it is expected that we do go to the support channel. You have a template that you have in, in place where you write out what it is that your question is, what you've already done, things like that. Um, so for our newest moment makers, we've got them where the first I'd say week or so. It's just them going into their QA chats, talking with us, asking us questions there. And so that's kind of like a smaller break between them being fully immersed in with the video camera or um, talking with them, going through interactions that way to that. So it's a little bit of less hold, hand holding. And then after the, the week that they've come a little bit more comfortable with the processes and taking more interactions, then they go straight from the QA chat just to support channel like everybody else. So I'd say that that process in place has helped us a lot just because some people panic, right? If you've never done a certain interaction or you've on the phone and you're like, I have no idea what to do here. A quick message in the QA chat is a lot easier than doing a support channel. And then after they've grown a little bit and learned what it is that they have to do, then the support channel is a lot more um, easier for us, I would say, just so that we already know exactly what they've done, what they're asking about. We have the claim number that we often have to ask for. So I would say that's in place. And then um, honestly, just giving them the old little push at the end of the day. So if people are super afraid of taking phone calls, you're just like, I'm sorry, we're going to throw you onto the lines here. It's, <laughs> it is, it's not personal. It's just, you have to do this. And if they want this kind of a job, that's their job. Like they should be fully yeah. expecting knowing that I'm going to be taking phone calls. That's what you signed up for. That's what we trained. So I think it's building up their confidence too. It's a lot of people come in here just so nervous and like, I've never worked at a call center before. I had never worked at a call center before I had taken this job. So it, it I can get it being nervous, but you just got to take in and do that first plunge and you'll, you'll be fine. It's nothing that you can't work without practice. Right. So that's what I would say for um, that. Yeah. I was 100% that person, by the way, did not. I, I, it's not like I didn't want to take a phone call, but I had never worked it. Well, I'd kind of worked in that environment, but not like this kind of environment. Mm -hmm. So I'm sitting there going, please don't make me talk to people. But what did I sign up for? Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's like going on The Bachelor and saying, don't date other women. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just not going to happen. <laughs> I just I just caught up on The Bachelor. I'm very much in that world right now. Um, <laughs> do you have anything to add? Uh, well, I've never seen The Bachelor. I get all my Bachelor <laughs> news from Alicia. Um, mm -hmm. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, um, I think you know, one thing I've always, not always, but many, many times I've, I've asked the trainee um, when they are nervous, um, I always kind of tell them, I, I tell them, if you're unprepared, that's one thing. If you are nervous, that's another thing. So please, if you feel unprepared to take the call, let me know. 
and I will see what we can do to address that lack of preparedness. Um, I have yet to have a trainee come to me and say, I am actually unprepared. I do not have the knowledge to take these interactions. Um, they've always said, I'm really just nervous. Um, so finding ways to, to sort of alleviate those nerves, um, you know, going over uh, setting expectations. Um, I find it really important to tell folks that training really doesn't end when I'm finished with you. Training is really a longer term process that'll take, you know, days or weeks after training. You are, there's, um, you know, anecdotally 70% of interactions I can cover in training, but our customers will always be that curveball. They will always throw out some sort of situation as you very well know, Alicia, um, they will always throw out a situation that I did not expect. I had never heard and will probably never hear again in my life. So um, there's always going to be that, um, that element of unpredictability once you get that first call, but it's all about knowing that you have been trained to do your best with the information and that you can always put the caller on hold. It, it's never going to be the end of the world. I've yet to tell someone like mentioned, or it's yet to have someone tell me uh, that they are not ready um, to take a call. They're just yeah. nervous. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. It's figuring out that difference because you can spend extra time to understand, but if you're just nervous, rip off the bandit, throw into the water. Exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's all to do it. <laughs> Sink or swim. <laughs> <laughs> and, if, and if you sink, maybe we'll throw you a life raft. Um, Perhaps. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. kidding. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to put you both on the spot because like I had said, Seamus, you did train Ori, and I'm pointing this way because that's where you are on my screen. But um, I, I don't want you to think I'm just like throwing this pen around. Um, <laughs> Seamus, Ori. Uh, so Seamus did train Ori. What was that like for each of you and if if uh we don't tell lies here mm. so, oh okay <laughs> just saying yeah. you automatically thought we were gonna lie about it <laughs> well i don't know if it was poor be honest oh <laughs> I, i'm putting you in the hot spot or hot okay. seat seamus do you want to go first I'm, sure I'm... sure what an experience it was no um in all honesty I, I, if I can be as honest as possible, my um, my recollection of the event was very, very positive. I, I had a great time training Oriana. Um, I've gone through a lot of trainees since then, and my whole perspective of time over the last couple of years has changed. Um, sure. What happened yesterday? I, I forget sometimes. A month ago? Oh, my goodness. I don't even have the time to remember what month it currently is. So... Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, specifics, very hard to recall. But uh, when it came to Oriana's training, I, I remember it being a positive experience. I remember thinking, my goodness, what a fun individual to train. Um, it's, it's funny to look back at then and now, and now that I've really gotten to know uh, Ori, and that uh, now that we have a personal connection, um, dare I say a friendship, of course. Of course. Oh, that could have been a real awkward moment. That's me. <laughs> you know, it's just funny looking back because, of course, minding all the P's and Q's and all of that fun stuff, you know, we're, we're, we don't know, you know, kind of who we are as people. And now it's just sort of, you know, we're old buds and all mm -hmm. that fun stuff. But, uh, yeah, Ori was was newer into my uh, my remote training so um i i feel as though ori will probably have some very very negative things to say about her experience <laughs> yeah and uh, and i'm prepared well, I, i'll mute myself so you don't hear the sobbing 
Um, no, no, okay. you don't need. If it, I mean, we want Zoom the sobbing. Does, <laughs> Zoom does record it as three separate tracks, so I can gladly mute you oh, up. Okay. Um, just, just saying, I'll protect. You. So please cry is what she's saying. Okay. Here it comes. But <laughs> what a great segue, though. Um, so Ori, how was that experience for you? Well, without hurting Seamus's feelings too much. No, I'm just kidding. Um. <laughs> How do I put this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Um, to be honest with you, like just starting even before Seamus's training, just TLSs in general, I thought that it was a very, very professional way to go about doing things. Cause I had never heard about um, working from home or being a remote worker at all. And so going into it, I was like, well, is, is this a scam? Could I be like, is this something that isn't real at all so you have kind of those feelings going in and then when you got there you're like okay wow like they really have everything in place so there was like um documents for you to follow start to finish different things like that um you had somebody holding your hand through all of that you had to call it if you wanted to um i was told much in advance who my trainer would be uh what it is that we'd be doing different things like that and then when it actually came to training with seamus um seamus is just one of the most empathetic, caring, like just all around really good person that you could ever meet, to be honest with you. Like he is a ray of sunshine every single day. I don't think I've ever seen him upset. I've never seen him take his frustrations out on people. He really is patient with people and comes to like a friendship. Like I felt at the end of my training that maybe we weren't good friends yet, but I was like, I would really enjoy learning more about him or being around him because he's just such a perfect person to be around, honestly. Like, yeah. In terms of training, I thought you did a fantastic job, Seamus. I attribute a lot of my success here to you and the way that you taught me how to do things. And um, I even remember, I think we were doing um claim dispatches or something like that and I did the whole thing after you showed me how to do it and then you said to me I'll never forget this you're like wow you did that in five minutes that's faster than some of our season moment makers here and I was like thank you so it just felt like you knew like I don't know you have just such this funny empathetic personal presence to you where I just think you could get along with anybody and you really you can tell that you love people so that was a very, very positive experience for me. I, and that's what I've been trying to, trying to reach that high ever since, really. <laughs> Come the waterworks. Crying for a different we went reason. From, we went yeah. from sobbing to oh, tears of joy. That's yeah. very nice. And honestly puts my, my, my response of, uh, well, I don't remember much, but I'm pretty sure it was good. Kind of puts that response to shame. <laughs> well, but it's no, a lot <laughs> different though. Like you had lots of people that you trained and yeah. that was a personal yeah. experience to me. Right. So of course we would Thank remember you. it very differently. Jokes aside, yeah. that's very, very sweet. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah, and, and, and and like mentioned, no, I, I definitely, it was a very, very, very pleasant, positive experience. I, I very much enjoyed our time. I, I feel like mm-hmm. if anything, like the big downside is, is, if, is, is there was probably a lot of time where you and I had spent not covering material and, you know, probably just sort of don't tell Miriam, um, just between <laughs> she's the, not gonna listen. No, <laughs> turn it off, Miriam. Yeah. Turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just between the two of us. Uh, I think there was some time that may have been, uh, perhaps not uh, best described as productive, but um, 
but I think like that's that's important is trying your best to engage with that person, have a positive experience, and um, and yeah, thank you, Lori. That's just so nice. And also, just to add on that, I would have loved to be able to read my own training sheet that you did for me. <laughs> Same. Same. Right? I have said that right? so many times. Yeah, I would love to read it. <laughs> oh, I deleted it. I think I've deleted That's it. That's okay. Yeah. Understandable. <laughs> I, yeah, I del- yeah, I had to delete everything. I Two gigabytes? Yeah, that's nothing. Nothing. At, that's true. I was at five. Yeah. And, ooh. Yeah. Without, uh, without saying ditto, I will add that I think my favorite part of my experience with Seamus training was like, you covered everything so much in detail and that's my learning style. I need to know the details. And like Ori said of understanding the why, it doesn't click for me if I don't understand the logic. So I completely relate to that. But I think what made a huge difference to me was you never just stuck to step one, step two, step three, step four, okay, we're done. You kept checking in of like, what do you really wanna cover? What are the gaps? Like you kept looking for those little things that might not have made sense. And I think that's the biggest difference between um, just teaching the knowledge and really teaching to understand. Because mm-hmm. you can tell you're super knowledgeable about it, but you break it down for somebody who's never experienced it before really well. I would agree with that for sure. Thank you both. So taking this mushy moment, um, I do, well, Funny enough, I do have to start to let Seamus go so that he can prepare to train. Um, So (laughs) one last question, and I'm going to break it up where Seamus, I want to hear from you from the trainer perspective and then Ori from the trainee perspective. But what's one piece of advice that you would give to um, a new moment maker or a new person that's stepping into that mentorship role to be successful? Um, I, to be successful, communicate your needs. Um, I think a lot of times people will start a new position with a new company and they will want to sh- obviously, you know, put their best foot forward. Uh, but TOS really encourages that honest discussion. If you feel as though something isn't being covered, if you feel as though your learning style isn't really being adhered to, um, we listen. I am, I am more than happy to, so I, I try my best to solicit feedback from new moment makers and, and, and just really get down to what is it that I'm doing? And it's not just a, you know, me sort of fishing for compliments. I really want to know if there's something I can improve upon to make your experience better. I would love to know what that is. Um, so yeah, don't ever hesitate to, um, you know, really be a collaborative force in our, in our training. Um, the trainer's role is, is, is a lot more limited than many of our new folks, you know, may, may, may think, I really see it as a 50, 50, um, you know, um, is that I need the input of my trainee in order to be successful myself. So without their input, I, there's no way I can be successful. So don't hesitate to just jump in, let me know what it is I can do to help you. And I'll be more than happy to try my best. I love that. Mm -hmm. Lori, what have you got? Sorry, just to clarify. So in regards to me being a trainee, what advice I would give to another trainee? Yeah, well, like knowing what you know now, Mm -hmm. if you had a new hire coming in from their perspective, what Mm -hmm. can they do to be successful? Yeah, of course. Um, So I would definitely say that uh, punctuality and making sure that you arrive to every single uh, training session on time and ready to learn would be a great way to start preparing for that. 
Um, you want to make sure that you're not tired. You want to make sure that you've eaten something at least so that you have a lot of um, like just time where you're going to be sitting here for hours on end learning things. And it's going to throw you probably right back to school. And you want to treat it exactly like school is what I would think. I ended up taking a lot of notes just for myself, just to kind of or like kind of associate different things where, okay, that in my mind makes sense this way. And then after that, you can kind of graduate from using your notes into just using the call guides because it's all there for you. So I definitely say coming in with an open mind, um, making sure that you're health wise, tip top. Okay. You don't want to be tired at all. That's where you start to forget things. And um, just making sure that this is what you want, because if you don't want this, it's going to like, show in your training if you are super negative about it if you're super oh yeah whatever I'm just kind of here in case something better comes along like that's not in my opinion at least not the, the way that you want to conduct business for yourself um and then just kind of making sure that you're hoping for the best by saying hey this could be a really good opportunity for me and let's just ride this out and see how far it can go so that would be my advice to trainees and just to like stop and ask like Seamus said so don't start just sit, sitting there and being like yep yeah I understand if you don't actually understand you don't want to lie to make it seem like you're getting it because it's going to just burn you on the uh afterwards because you're not going to understand what you need to do so that's what I would say in regards to advice to a trainee and please come and help us we, we always need help and we're always looking <laughs> for <laughs> new trainees so come on down <laughs> come one come all mm -hmm. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for uh, for joining me. And again, Ori, thank you for coming in on your day off. I so appreciate no it. Um, mm -hmm. And Seamus, I hope that this has continued to inspire you as you go and shape some minds today. Um, oh or just does. one mind. I don't know how many yeah. trainees you have. Yeah, just the one, just the one. But yeah, no, my pleasure. Thank you for this opportunity. Um, as everyone knows, my my biggest one of my my favorite activities is is hearing myself speak so thank you for affording me that chance um, <laughs> that luxury <laughs> that luxury absolutely i will uh, be listening to this uh on repeat yeah next monday that's your that's and your day to shine fan. i was actually super nervous to hear myself on the podcast the first time i remember being like i don't want to listen to it please <laughs> oh yeah jokes if it helps as, as the person that has had to edit every episode, you kind of become desensitized to it. Yeah. 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 That is my voice. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah, I, unfortunately, I, I walked into the office today and, and Val was like, oh, I'm listening to the podcast. And I went, no, thank you. Can't be around this. I hear it once. I'm good. Uh, yeah, I'll listen to it, but I'll probably skip the parts where I speak. It's just in my I'm head. Dead. Yeah. Like in my head, my I, you should hear my voice. I sound like Brad Pitt in my head, but like out loud in real life. No, totally different. Totally different. My goodness gracious. So yeah. So I'll just be skipping past the parts where I speak because I'll worry. I, I, and Alicia, you, you both sounded great on this one. Oh, oh Seamus, you, so you sounded great on this one. Don't sell yourself short. <laughs> Mr. Caillou, agree, yeah. you're better than Caillou. You're oh. you're just you're shady mess. That's all we can oh, say. Shady mess. <laughs> I think that's a great DJ name, to be honest. You know so, what? Yeah. Yes. In when we when we have you as the co-host of the podcast, I think that's going to be your host name is Shady Mist. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> I was, you know, I was, yeah. I've I have all kinds of business ideas for Shady Mist, but uh, the only problem is that it implies something that's kind of 
you know, moist and, and dark. So I, I'm not quite sure how to incorporate that into the business yet, but I, um, but uh, tune in next time listeners for uh, when Seamus drops his business, business proposals. That's yeah. Right. Exactly. I don't know if you need to incorporate that into the business, but the name is good. What about a deprivation tank? Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Like one of those, like where you float in the water and you're just like in a capsule. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I was thinking like, or like a golf course, a cryogenic chamber. Cryogenic chamber. Yeah. Yeah. My golf course idea was like, I just thought the charm wasn't big enough. Yeah. <laughs> or exactly. When you're, when you're at like the amusement park and they have those misters, that's a shady mist. <gasps> okay. Yeah. Literal terms. Exactly. How about an umbrella that mists you? There you go. Also that- shady mist. Okay. <laughs> oh, For sun only. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> oh, right. I forget what I'm really supposed to uh, All right, back to the drawing board. <laughs> oh my God, the fact that I... I was like, kind of defeats the purpose, but I get it. I get it. Umbrella that makes Sam- you wet. What? Seamus, if it helps, I also did not clue into what an umbrella functions as. Wow. I know, business is hard, you guys. Business Research and development. Oh, That's what we're doing right oh, now. I know, right? A, a golf umbrella mm. that mists you because that at okay. least implies that you would be using it on a sunny golf course. And yeah, I was thinking more of the beach umbrella, but then I thought how bad there that would go. be in the spring. Yeah, spring showers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Make your own spring but, uh, showers with shady mist. <gasps> That's your catchphrase. Okay, we got on track here. <laughs> We got this. No, we're just, we're innovating. We're uh, what a think tank. Every suggestion is getting better. <laughs> I think you could turn this into a verb, kind of like how Uber has become a verb. I'm it's Ubering. Like, yeah, I'm going to Uber there. Yeah. 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 I'm shady misting right now. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to shady mist myself. Yeah. You're wrong. <laughs> you just snort. Yeah. That was adorable. It was cute. Oh, dear. Oh dear. I hope that we each spend the rest of the day coming up with more shady mist ideas because we can really roll with this. Oh, absolutely. And then I assume it's 33% steak. Uh, I'm okay with 30 to give yourself a couple extra since you are the that's owner fair. I and it is your name. Have the majority. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, folks. Maybe we can go like 50, 25, 25. Oh, I'm okay with wow. that. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, just a warning. This is going to be very unsuccessful this business venture so will be a lot of debt once uh, the business fund oh i i wasn't saying i was going to invest money i was just going to hold on to the share once it's established oh mm-hmm. okay no it's going to be your money I you just, better find those like angel funders for sure oh goodness yeah. <laughs> uh, I did not no yeah. this is uh well no stay tuned because yeah no this will either uh be really no it'll just be a um a terrible uh terrible business venture but uh that's all right, because I have TLS. Aw. <laughs> exactly. And we, we refuse to let go of you. Oh, that's so, worse. Mm-hmm. Refuse. <laughs> On that note, get yourself to training. Get yourself prepared. Take a breather. Um, or you go relax. Thank you. you. I have some more labs to do, but thank you. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. Good luck. And then relax. Thank you. That's okay. Fun. Thanks for having us, Alicia. I yeah, appreciate thank it. You. This of course. Was fun. Thank you for coming. <laughs> Bye. Okay. Bye. Enjoy Bye training. Oh my. I kept my promise there too. I'm still trying to think of shady miss business ideas. The possibilities are truly endless.
I had so much fun with these two, and I really appreciate how passionate they are in a moment maker's experience and success. I hope you are all inspired by this or have a little nugget to take away for the next time you are in a training situation, whether you're the mentor or you're the one learning. Thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to see you next week. Sometimes you need someone there for support. Sometimes you need a little genuine 